All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another another episode of the Kumquat Corner. I am your host, John Kumquat. If you have never listened to this podcast before, I'm going to tell you a little bit how it goes. Now, each week we bring you a titillating topic that we bring on pundits to discuss, and now we try to keep them down the center, but each of the pundits will lean to the left or the right, and the goal of the show is to keep them down the middle, and you'll see the issues that we face uh, when it comes to that. So this week's topic we have is... How should we reopen the economy? Now, we have uh, we have record number of people that are on unemployment right now due to the COVID-19 crisis. Uh, a lot of people are out of work. Most people are out of work. We have our essential workers that are still working, but a lot of people are out of work. A lot of businesses are suffering. A lot of big and small businesses are suffering. Um, and uh, some of the big businesses are getting a little help from the government where the small businesses are not unfortunately. So we have a question on how should we open the reopen the economy. With uh, We have some people that are uh, storming the gates of the capital that are uh, demanding that we reopen the economy, that we need to get the money going back in the United States of America. So we have this question on how should we do this. So we have brought on three pundits. First, we have Alan Mutney, who is a professor of economics. That's right. Thank you for joining us, Alan. And then we have Karen Softby, who describes herself as a Fortnite grandma. That's right, a boom headshot. All right, and then we have Mary Bell Anderson, who is a spiritual guru slash author. Namaste, John. Thank you so much. All right, so we're going to open this topic up. Now, this topic on how should we reopen the economy, I, I feel like we should go to Alan first, who is a professor of economics. So I think we should go to Alan first. How do you feel about this topic, Alan? Uh, well, I feel the uh, uh, the answer is quite simple. It's by opening the economy, economy, you just open the economy. So tomorrow morning, nine o'clock, people go to work. So are you are you not worried about uh, the sickness, the COVID nineteen virus? Uh, here's what I'm worried about. Little something called overpopulation. This is a culling of the herd that uh, we're uh, trying to avoid when it's something that the planet very much wants. Oh, so you're in favor of uh, like uh, almost, I guess, natural selection? Uh, exactly. Oh, almost a Thanos theme, I guess. All right. Uh, if you, if Karen, you want to uh, simplify it, sure. Yeah. Now, uh, Karen, you, uh, I mean, no offense to be taken here, but you would probably be on the other end of that, um, you know. I'm yeah. sorry, what? Karen, you would probably be on the, on the other end of that, uh, you know, the natural selection process with uh, your age coming to uh, factor with this COVID-19 virus. How do you feel about reopening the economy, just going back to work tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.? Well, first and foremost, the economy is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, money is practically nothing. We gave it a face, we gave it a value, but 
yet we still think that it's worth all the riches and gold in the world. No, people, people are what you put the investment in. I, I remember the Great Depression. Many people were out of work, and fortunately we did have a president that had cared about us and was trying to make things better, but you see nowadays that conglomerates, corporations, they surpass the human life and existence. Are you dying there, sir, sir no, Mr. Just, Republican? Uh, uh, if uh, I wasn't dying, you would be killing me. Uh, I'd be killing you in Fortnite. I'm, I'm rather good at it. I've had about eight weeks of practice with my grandson. Uh, listen, old lady, all I'm saying is that... Karen Sothby, P's and Q's, sir. Look, I don't know how old you are, but it sounds like you're very old. And when economies were invented, the average age was only 32 years old. The reason you've gotten as old as you are right now is because of the economy. So uh, uh, if the economy decides that people shouldn't live as long, then so be it. I've That's lived on a farm long, most of my life, and because of that, and hard work and getting fresh air instead of being cooped up all the time, I, I, I listen to my father, who, who lived to a ripe age of 98, and my mother lived to 92, so what you're talking is a bunch of smack, you dumb bitch. All right, we're going to go to Mary Bell Anderson. Mary Bell, give us your um, views on this topic of how we reopen the economy. Well, if we're talking about reopening, I certainly hope that we're not discussing a return to the, the system that set us up for this catastrophic crisis. Um, and Karen, you brought up the, the depression, the Great Depression, and how FDR took radical action to save uh, millions of lives, uh, support millions of families. And now our current president is focusing his efforts on saving corporations instead. So while we have to reckon with the, the physical destruction of COVID-19, there's going to be not only an economic reckoning, but a psychological and spiritual reckoning as well. We, we have to revisit the steps that have led us to this point in time. Um, we need to cull that which is un uh, unnecessary and harmful to our collective stasis. And we need to come together with hope and optimism and love, uh, but also caution because if we were to simply open the doors of, uh, of commerce tomorrow, we would be inviting in the great enemy, um, that being this virus. And the devastation it would wreak upon us uh, is, is more than we can even imagine at this point. Okay. Um, so what do you think about that, uh, Alan? Respond to that. Well, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm an old white man. Uh, that was a pain. Yeah. For uh, centuries, we have dominated this planet. And we feel in the last 10, 20 years ago, our, our reign feels like it's coming to an end. So we want to just burn it all to the ground. So is that is that why uh, there's all the fighting now, all the uh, uh, you know all the the revolt and the rebellion is is that because uh, 
don't want to loosen that handle that you've had on this planet. Exactly. Now the the revolts, the revolutions, all that stuff. That's that's just theater, you know. Uh, I'm a hard numbers guy, and uh, the numbers are against us. So hopefully, we've just done enough damage that the whole thing goes to shit anyway. So you just want to everyone go back to work tomorrow and then whoever survives survives and whoever doesn't it's basically god's plan is that what you're saying is that what i'm gathering from you i i think that's a fair summary i have to step in here to to say that mass destruction and uh death is is god's plan i think first and foremost you're assuming you know um and we cannot know because God is mysterious, but I know that God's true plan is actually love (laughs) and that she or he or whomever, uh, however you want to gender the Lord, um, really just wants us to discover our own internal light, to, to actualize our potential. And the quicker that we go about helping people realize that potential, the quicker the world will repair itself. We don't need to impact in in an artificial manner at this point. We need to listen to the rhythm of the universe, of, of the world. And what it's telling us right now is to take a breath, take a beat, um, refrain from gathering too closely uh, physically, but emotionally we must remain incredibly connected. And that's why I'm particularly grateful for social media, um, for for, for technology that's allowing us to to be present with one another and continue to engage in capitalism and commerce and, and, and get our goods and services, uh, but at a safe and respectful distance. All right, Karen, you why know, don't you jump in here? I was going to say that, you know what's so funny is back in the day, we were so adamant to be the best Why, we even looked to our neighbors and saw what they were doing, and if they were succeeding, we decided not only to copy it, but do better. And yet, in this day and age, we see our Canadian friends who are giving $2,000 stimulus checks a month and cutting back on gun control and reopening the country at a slow pace, but also making sure that we're taking care of others. And, And yet we see that and we decide, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to better ourselves. We've become complacent. Many of us have become lazy in these past eight weeks and not doing anything with our lives. But that's when we should be rising up and and creating champions in ourselves. You look at these people who are protesting. They're not heroes. The real heroes are those working at the hospitals, those who are helping those who don't have enough to eat or survive their business by donating to them for charity. There's a very nice one called Go Comedy and Planet Ant in the Detroit area here. Just donate to them. Uh, nice plug. But, but yes, uh, we, need, we need to be caring for one another because without humanity, we're monsters and I would prefer to be human for the rest of my life than be a callous, empty, walking septus tank of a creature such as Mr. Allen's. 
so I, I you know I get all that and you know everything about you know being human uh, being a good kind person and humanity of all that and everything but what does it do about the economy how do you how do you how do we go where do we go from here how do we reopen the economy how do we get back on our feet as Americans well with the great depression it it took a rather long amount of time to get out of that that shithole and in this case, we just need to find um, more social distancing jobs. A lot of things can be done online nowadays. And those who are working in sectors where they have to be around others, such as the Amazon factories and in the Walmarts and grocery stores, treat those people with respect by at least wearing a mask, goddammit, and gloves. And we'll have to take it one step at a time and also by opening back up the economy, honestly, you should be putting money where your mouth is. You should be donating back to the people. If they know that they have some form of income, they're more likely to spend in the future. If you give them nothing now, they'll be gringy with their money and hold on to it. And you've lost your economic growth, you bastards. Okay, so, uh, Alan, how do you think we should reopen? You just think we should just go back to work tomorrow, correct? Of course. If you want to wear a mask, great. Wear a mask. If you want to wear gloves, fine. I mean, obviously, uh, I reserve the right to, to, to mock you, but uh, uh, that's fine. Uh, you do whatever you need to feel safe, and if feeling safe means you don't go out, then you don't go out. Well, but, Alan, uh, th that right there is one of the issues with trying to reopen the economy. You, you can say that businesses are open for business, but if people are scared to leave their homes, you know, I was just reading that an axe throwing company, uh, you know, one of those bars where you can go and throw an axe while you're, you're, you're sipping beers, they opened up this past weekend and sure they anticipated maybe, you know, 20, 10% of their normal business. They had two people all weekend. Now they're paying for their staff, for their electrical, for their beverages, for their food, for their axes. And if the populace isn't going to step up and say, we're ready to patronize your business, then trying to open up the economy too fast is really just throwing these small businesses uh, down the toilet. As it yeah, yeah. So Mary Bell, how do you think that we should open, reopen the economy though? How do you, how do you think we go back to this? How do you think we get out of this? Well, and again, I don't know that we need to go back. You know, this, the good thing, if there is a silver lining, is that we are able to see the cracks in the system that allowed for uh, this this crisis to worsen to the point where we see we see record unemployment, we see people losing their health care, businesses shuttering. Uh, we don't have a social safety net like Canada. Wait, are you saying that we companies. shouldn't go back to work? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that we need to take a good moment. We need to critically view where we were and where we want to be, because I think that those are two different places. Uh, we don't necessarily want to return to uh, an economy based on wage slavery, where people feel that they cannot take a sick day, um, lest they lose their livelihood and be, be unable to support their families. That is one of the reasons that we're in this mess to begin with. So if we can, again, take a large step back and, and, and reckon with where we have left people behind, 
and where we might be able to give them a helping hand right now. Um, and slowly, slowly turn that dial of the economy reopening to make sure that we're accounting for safety and for small businesses and for Main Street, not Wall Street. These are the talking points that are most important to me. Uh, may I interject? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, the whole thing is, and, and, and I want to just also address an earlier point, too. Uh, she accused me earlier of, uh, of, of thinking I knew God's plan. Well, here's the thing. I, I do know God's plan. As I said, I'm a white man. We created God, okay? So, and we've that's, used that's God false. as our tool. I believe the Jews did. Uh, for the, uh, the, 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 you know, the, the greater part of the, the existence of modern society. Uh, uh, he has been our puppet. So, here's the thing. Uh, let you in, there, there isn't really a God. Uh, so, there is no big master plan. So you're, you, you're here for as long as you've got, you know, as long as it works out that you're here. So if you want to be reckless, you be reckless. If you want to be safe, you be safe. If you're afraid to go outside, you won't go outside. But there are people who aren't afraid and are willing to take chances. You see them all the time, the people that smoke cigarettes the people that jump out of airplanes. There are people who are willing to go to Walmart now. There are people who are willing to work at Walmart now. So let's get these people together in a Walmart. So, uh, so I've yeah. seen something, I've seen something where uh, someone has printed up a, or felt like uh, created a, a document that could be signed that says, I'm giving up my rights for um, I'm giving up my rights to be taken care of. Should I should I uh, um, should I be infected with the COVID nineteen virus? And like, what do you say to the people that say, "Hey, if these people sign this, then let them have their freedom. But if they get sick, then they're on their own. They don't go to our hospitals. They don't go to uh, they don't get uh, help from help from the nurses or anything like that." but they can have their freedom. They can go and fish and hunt and open their businesses, everything they want and have their freedom. What do you say to those, to those people? Is that, is that something you'd be for? They just sign that. Do we refuse uh, uh, someone who's been smoking cigarettes their whole life? Do you refuse medical treatment when he has a heart attack? Do you think you say, you know, you really taken very poor care of yourself or somebody who's very obese and gets some sort of cancer. Do we refuse treatment to them because they acted so irresponsibly? No, we do not. So you we would let be people for that. Live. We let people live and we let people die. And you know what? The dumb people may die, but we don't want them around anyway. They're just ruining it for the rest of us. Here's an idea. How about every person who wants to reopen their business before this all dies down has to pay $1,000? Now, you figure that's going to be quite a few businesses who want to reopen, even if they're small, but because they're 
idiots that money should go back into the pockets of the people who are staying home, who are being safe, and also to the medical professionals and to be stocking up on medical supplies that could help those who are endangered and who didn't pay away their lives so that they could make an extra buck in the future when they're risking other people's lives. Let's let's, let's let Mary Bell jump in here. Mary Bell, what do you think about that? I think that this is a perfect example of how flawed an individualistic view of humanity is. You know, uh, Professor Money over here is saying that, okay, one person can choose to risk their life and that's their choice. But this is a case where we are seeing so very clearly how interconnected we all are. You know, I've said this before, I'll say it again, you know, Uh, It's like the ocean. (laughs) Uh, Every wave might think that they're its own wave, but we're all part of one giant wave. And you cannot separate one wave from another, particularly in this case of COVID-19. We're passing the virus from person to person, even if they don't show symptoms. So you can say, oh, I'm just risking my own life here, but truly you're, you're risking the, the lives and livelihoods of everybody in your community, and you can't make that choice for somebody else. All right, so we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap this topic up. We're gonna get a final thought on from each of you on this topic of how should we reopen the economy. We're gonna go to you, Professor first, uh, Mr. Alan Mudney. What's your final thought on this topic? Here's the thing. Here's how business works. People sell things and people buy things. If nobody buys things, nobody's going to sell those things. So if there are stores that are going to be open that appeal to, say, a type of person uh, uh, who is Uh, going to be concerned about their health and not want to go out, maybe deal with uh, your business online. Great. But if that business is not going to do any business, they are not going to open themselves up for business. If there is a business that uh, uh, will have a business during the pandemic or during this recovery period, then they should be allowed to open for business. You don't have to go to that store. You don't have to engage in the economy. Stay in your house, engage with it online. That's up to you. So basically free will for you. And I believe that the flawed logic that you, the 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 Mary lady, she suggested that I have the flawed logic, in 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 having such a simplistic view of mankind. I think that the flawed logic is actually in believing that humanity is actually greater than it is. That it's truly altruistic because at the end of the day i don't believe that it is so let people live free all right karen your your final thought if you're going to reopen your business you also take into effect you're risking other people's lives now you need to use precaution 
at every moment and make sure that you are creating the safest environment possible for those who want to use your business. It is true we do need to open up our doors eventually, but smartly, and also know when our government is working against us and pushing us too quickly to open up and risk other people's lives. If you care about others, you will need to invest in others. It's as simple as that. And also, play video games with your family. Spend time with them through the interwebs. It's a really great device. I enjoy it quite a bit. Okay. All right. Uh, Mary Bell, your final thought on this topic. We, we discuss going back to work and, and, you know, many people who are saying, I want to go back to work, don't necessarily want to go back to work. They just want to be able to pay their bills and, and feed their children and, and eat. Um, what sort of a country is, is telling its, its people that they have to either risk their lives to go out in, in a plague or that they have to starve their children. And supposedly we're the best country in the world. I don't think we're acting that way right now. So I ask us all to take a moment, you know, you can play video games with your, with your family if you want, but try to take some quiet time away from screens as well. And really consider what a future might look like without the same strictures that we had placed upon ourselves before this pandemic. Um, I, I think it's important that we all try to find our light inside of ourselves, amplify that out, make sure you're reaching out to your neighbors, um, that they are uh, doing all right if they need you to to write them a nice uh, handwritten note. I'm sure that would be appreciated. Um, and we need to consider as an or as a country what sort of safety net do we need to put in place for our most vulnerable communities so that we don't need to ask them to make the choice to risk their life to go back to work um and also uh i also know god's plan and god doesn't want you to die coughing and and, and, and screaming so um that's okay. what i have to say to you dr allen all right well thank you for uh, thank you all for joining us one again on the Talk I'm not a bad guy. I just one last thing really quick. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not the bad guy. Look, we believe the same thing. I think fundamentally we believe the same thing. It's just that I Do am we? smart and you're not as smart as I am. Okay. I yeah, don't no, think I don't so. Think so. Yeah, right. We sure. have run out of time this week for the Kumquat Corner. Thank you for joining us. And come back next week. We'll have another titillating topic and maybe less arguing. But let's be honest, it's going to be more arguing. But join us next week for another titillating topic on the Kumquat Corner. I have been your host, John Kumquat. And join us again next time. And a very good host, John. I really enjoy your style. <laughs> Everybody's coming to the Everybody's coming to the